listening to the Go Be Wyoming podcast, the first and only Wyoming-themed podcast searching for businesses, people, and organizations that embody the phrase, Go Be Wyoming. Wyoming is full of resilient, innovative, and kind people. By telling their stories, we hope to bring to life Wyoming's rich history and preserve its legacy. This podcast hopes to educate and bring together all forms of energy development, agriculture, and entrepreneurship in a cooperative and open platform. Thank you for listening. And welcome back, listeners, to another production of Go Be Wyoming. This will be our state news. Um, Zach, we've got a lot to cover, um, so we'll kind of jump into it. First, we'll cover some COVID stuff. Um, you know, I will say, I think as of today, we are still seeing a decrease. I think we're we're still getting cases every day. You know, I'm not saying it's like it evaporated, but um, I think we are past our record numbers, um, so that's good. Um, you've got Cowboy State Daily up, um, yep. some good information. Yeah, they put in a paragraph here talking about how active cases are uh, determined in Wyoming, at least. I don't know if this is nationwide or what, but so according to Cowboy State Daily, active cases are determined by adding the total confirmed and probable coronavirus cases diagnosed since the illness first surfaced back in March uh, in Wyoming. Um you subtract the number of recoveries during the same period among patients with both confirmed or probable. Um, and then you take into account the number of deaths. But so active, I guess, is every number. Uh-huh. And then you subtract all the recoveries um, and deaths. But it doesn't say how are we tracking recoveries. Right. It doesn't define re- a recovery. So, again, I think that goes back to our... A couple weeks ago where it's you test positive after 10 days. I guess that's a quote-unquote recovery, even if you still feel sick. Yeah. 10 days is recovered because you're no longer contagious, that supposedly. System, and that system's not going to account for if I get tested twice. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's going to, yeah. It would be, yeah, it would be two positive cases yeah. then. It wouldn't be, oh, the same person got it. But I guess we need to know how we're doing recoveries because then I guess I could be two recoveries, I guess. Right, that's true. Supposedly. Yeah. Allegedly. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, interesting. So it's um, still kind of convoluted, but at least there's a little bit of something. Yeah, some clarity. Um, I think that's all. I don't really want to talk about anything else about that. Uh, other than Governor Gordon, sounds like he's recovering. Yeah. Um, you just said, though, it sounds like it's reported today that his wife now is uh, has been tested positive. Yes, that's correct. I, I didn't read the whole thing. I saw the headline, though. Um, so it just said the first lady is tested positive. Um, makes sense. They're both in quarantine together. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I just also briefly want to add, um, I guess we put, could have put this in local, but um, we're seeing an overall decrease. Yeah. Sheridan Hospital, Sheridan Memorial Hospital is still preparing for a surge. Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, I guess I don't want them... <laughs> You know, day one, the numbers start, look like they're dropping, and then they yep. just cancel it. But, yeah. Yeah. So still still planning. Uh, vaccine plans as well, how to how to administer and all that. Mm-hmm. We'll, we can link that. Uh, yeah. Because, uh, like you said. We well, can... and, and I think one our message is go, go find it. Don't, don't just believe everything. Right. Especially, don't make, don't, I don't want to sound like I'm Donald Trump, but honestly, <laughs> like. Go do your research. Don't just believe what you the one headline and be like, oh, that's it. Like, right. no, like, don't do that. Um, yeah. Find find out for yourself. Um, yeah, I don't I don't think we need to talk about COVID anymore. I'm just 
Yeah. Sick of it. Um, ah, damn it. We missed it. Um, so session, legislative session, uh, the governor has pushed it back uh, indefinitely. Um, I don't think they have made a decision on when that will come back. Um, but uh, they are supposed to start in January, and he's like, nope, that's not happening. Um, I'm curious, I don't know, I, especially with him being tested positive now, but Zach, my thought is, I think that was a little rush decision. He's got a whole month of December to wait and see where yeah. the numbers are. Yeah. Two, as Bo mentioned, Bo Byman, that's not constitutional. That is when they're supposed to meet. Yeah. So, you know, um, yeah. you know, just because you're the governor doesn't mean you can just not have session. Right. Um, three, you're telling me we can't do it over Zoom? Yeah. Um, we're in 2021 at that point. You know, we can't, so... Yeah, if um, my uh, 60 and 70 year old professors at MSU can figure Zoom out, yeah. our legislators can figure it out too. And it's not like they don't have staff who can't figure it out for yeah. them either. <laughs> well, and we've been seeing the committee meetings. Like, every, all of them have been on Zoom meetings. Yeah. Like, it's been on their YouTube. So it's like they all know how to do it. Yep. Um, and it's like we're still in a budget crisis. So, what? We're just going to wait till you guys meet and just, yeah. you know, get into this national debt thing like we're in where it's just like, ah. It's a number. Like, it doesn't exist. Like, okay. Right. So, anyway, we'll see. He's got plenty. I, I think, anyways, we'll see. He's There's a lot of time for him probably to uh, recede that decision. Yeah. Um, in regards to the governor, um, I did not know this. This wasn't reported by anybody. Um, back on November 14th, the Wyoming uh, GOP, so Republican Party, they had sent a resolution to the governor's office telling him to end the state of emergency um, in regards to COVID. Um, and the governor this week finally addressed it and said, well, his quote was, uh, what was his quote? Um, shoot. His response? Yeah, what was his response? Uh, I wrote that down. It was something like that was a rash decision or something like that. Um their decision to pass the resolution. Yeah, to yeah. end the state of emergency. I think he, I got here, uh, the emergency order provides for a number of resources beyond just the ability of the health officer to issue orders. Um, I think that it was an unfortunate resolution. It's perhaps a sign of the times of how far apart this country has become. I certainly hope to work with uh, GOP leadership to try and find a way to sort of rethink what the resolution was. So, it, it, Couple things. It took him. That took him about three weeks to do a public announcement on that. Mm -hmm. So curious on why that took so long. I mean, he's a busy guy, but yeah. um, when it's your party sending you a resolution, um, yeah, I'd like to read this resolution. Yeah, it, I think he mentions there's just a bunch of like rhetoric and talking points. Right, and another comment of mine was, I under like. He's right in regards to, like, the division, right? The GOP's got to push that, you know, the that message. But it's like, you guys, like, you have to realize that the funding we got from the federal government is due to, like, we have to be in a state of emergency. Like, that was a yeah. stipulation. Yeah. So it's like, uh, I get what you're trying to say, but it's like, yeah, but we haven't used all the funds. So we have to use the funds. We have to stay in a state of emergency. Now, right. Right. we've done, we have to give those back. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
Now, I will say what the GOP should be saying is, like Senator Biden and Cyrus Western, Representative Western had mentioned too, is we need to be more efficient of getting it out. Like we've been, he's been, we're still in December and we're still trying to use as much as we can. Yeah. I think that should have been the message of, you know, we went through summer without releasing a lot of this stuff. And now he's like trying to push it through December yeah. and we're having issues with that. So that was, I was kind of like, look, there's two sides to this here, you know? Um, yes. So, uh, um, one thing I didn't like about the article is then it all of a sudden kind of like went to like fear mongering of, you know, we're still, you know, the hospitalization, but you know, if you go and look at the data and Cowboy State Daily provided this data is the hot, the, the reason why we're still tied for hospitalization is still in that Albany County Cheyenne area. Mm -hmm. So the whole, you know, it almost is the whole state's declining other than Albany County Cheyenne, which should be concerning because they've been the highest restriction. So it's kind of like yeah. the restrictions obviously are not working um, in that area. You know, it's obviously working like here in Sheridan. So it's kind of like, you know, anyway, so I, I, the article I thought was kind of like, okay, like way to spin that into like yeah. some fear mongering. But uh, anyways, um, any other comments on that, Zach? No, uh, I think... I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm tired of these this back and forth on restrictions and no restrictions. Yeah. yeah, it's like I, I, I we've been praising the governor. He's kept a very steady uh, head the whole this whole time. Yep. He's trying to make both parties happy. Mm -hmm. Um, he's trying to do what's best for Wyoming. So yeah, I think you know, and and it that's uh, you know like counterpoint to the GOP is like, what did you think he's going to do? Yeah. Like, you really think that resolution is going to make him yeah. end the state of? emerge it's like come like yeah and we've talked about the gop the party just the party not yeah uh, not, not conservatives the yeah. party right. they've done some stupid stuff and i'm just like this is why yeah. you guys lose people is because you're doing stupid stuff like this like censoring a woman mm -hmm. in the republican party for creating a nonprofit, for sending a resolution to the governor that's yeah. done a decent job and it's like this you guys yeah. stop stopping it is right uh, yeah so I, i'm glad that the governor isn't you know, yep. letting the GOP bully him. Yeah. You know, because that's that's Wyoming. He's GOP. Yes. Animal party, very red state through and through. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, don't let him don't let him bully you. Yep. Make you know informed decisions uh, and keep giving your reasons why. Yeah. You know? We could be we could have it much much worse. Yes, I agree. Yeah, we could have <clears throat> we could have governor a governor going to Mississippi. And telling us to all stay home, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, no, he's done a good job. So, um, okay, so in uh, – this was weird, Zach. Is this a weird article? Yeah. It was a weird – it's just weird. Um, there was an article regarding – well, and the title was weird. Uh, Safe Spaces at University or something like that. It was yeah. kind of how – and I was like – you know, at first I'm like, oh, like – we're starting to do the free speech thing where it's like, you can only speak your mind in this spot. Mm -hmm. Not what it is. No. It's actually talking about, there's a multicultural group that meets every week at UW, um, which I'm like, Oh, that's cool. I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, I'm like, okay. All right. You, <laughs> I was like, the title was bad. I was yeah. like, that was a very bad t article title. However, I'm like, okay. The, uh, anyone can come to the group. If you are a self-identified race 
and you are a self-identified marginalized race. And then it says you could also be in engineering and nursing programs or any group that feels marginalized. Right. Well, as long as you are black, Latino, Asian, or Native American. Ah. Yeah. There's the Interesting. Catch. Interesting. <laughs> Uh, but they said self-identified. Right. So you could go, uh, uh, what was that? That gal's name, the NAACP. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, her name was just, anyway. Yeah. It's a safe space for those students. And so it goes on. Um, where was it here? Uh, I think I, maybe I put it in the... Uh, SOCC, which is, uh, I think, Students of... Uh, Students of Color Circle. Okay. Uh, SOCC's exclusivity is intentional to allow white students uh, or, or students who do not identify as a person of color within the space uh, defeats purpose. Yeah. So if you're white or you don't identify <laughs> as one of those races, which apparently you can do now, um, you're not allowed in there. Interesting. Um, and so... Well, that's uh, discrimination, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to, you well, know, the MSU's doing something like this, too. They yeah. are building a Native American studies building. It's all, so, like, the department's going to move there from a, another building, which I think is fine. Yeah. The place they're in is, like, a basement, basically, yeah. right now. Right, so, right, fine, right. give them a nice building. But then, the other thing is, there's a space in that building, a common area, that is only for... And I don't know if it's Native Americans or if it's something like this, if it's Native, uh -huh. Black, Hispanic, whatever. Yeah. Um, but if me, a white person, I can't go in that You're space. You're Yeah. Interesting. But yet they're still going to raise my tuition and charge me money to pay for, for that. For that building, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and here's – so I challenge this group if they're listening, which they're probably not. But <laughs> So I'm half Korean, and then I'm half white. So where does that put me if I want to join that group? Yeah. Not that, you know, my mom has gone through a lot of stuff in her life. Um, so it's like, I don't feel like I need to because she's done a great job, you know. So it's like, anyways, I, I was reading it and I was like, okay, so I'm half, I'm half one of those. So like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. uh, it, anyway, I don't, it, it was just weird. I wanted to see your opinion. It, yeah. My big thing. First off, the title was just so misleading because yeah. I was thinking, I was like, wow, the university is doing these mm -hmm. free speech zones, which I'm like, that's wild. Yeah. But then it wasn't. And I was like, oh, I'm like, okay, so it's a group that meets. I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. But then it's like, you don't talk about like, I was kind of really hoping like, what have you guys done? Like, yeah. give me, give me a, like, what, what have you done for somebody at the university? Right. And it really wasn't. It was just kind of like this, like, it, the problem is, is like it's a feel good. And I'm like, okay, great. But like, are you actually doing good? Yeah. And, and then like, yeah, you're putting me in a weird spot. Like, so can I join the group or not join the group? Right. Um, yeah. And you know, what's funny too, is they go on to talk about, they want people with similar experiences or whatever to, to be able to meet and feel like they can connect with each other. It's like, great, sure. Do that. But if you're going to be talking about this thing, or, you know, this idea of systemic racism or oppression by mm -hmm. white people, why are you going to do that in your own closed door? Why not let, you yeah. know, and I can understand, you know, there's that fear of a challenging or maybe an abrasive person coming in. And, and yep. but at the same time, that's, that's the country we live in. You have that right mm -hmm. to go and have that conversation. Yep. Why are you going to make it a discriminative 
group or club yeah um, based on the gen the basis of race yeah you know uh, I, I just it blows yeah. my mind well and i think i think too an issue is say you got a bigot in there you know full-on he's kkk yeah. all the way through you know you might not be able to change their mind and and that's that's the country live we live in you know and, and that's that just you might not be able to you might have all all the information all the conversations with them and you know it's yeah. just not gonna happen and and it could be any any you know um you know like Gran torino you know he he hated you know the Vietnamese, you know, and it's just like that, you know. Now in that movie, you know, he changes his mind, but it's kind of like you're. Anyways, yeah, the, the doing an exclusive group is like you're not going to change any of those people's minds, right. you know, because you're not having those conversations, and you're not putting, yeah. So and and actually, this leads in great to this, into that Wapiti, you know, um, that same sex couple that uh, pretty much was threatened. People came onto their property, threatened them. Um, and uh, so now they're getting kind of attacked online. Um, you know, uh, it's interesting. Um, my comment was, um, well, first and foremost, you know, free speech is free speech until a point. You know, there's, there's, um, uh, what's it called? Um, uh, you can't say fire in a building. Right. Um, right. You can't, but, but unless there's. Yeah. 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 Um, Gosh dang it. Um, inciting. Yeah. Insightful that. speech. Right. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't post on Facebook and be like, let's go, you know, let's go burn their house down. Like right. you can't do that. Like, yeah. um, but I will say again, we, we said it when it came out that this has no place in Wyoming, especially because the comments now are these people are coming after this couple because they moved here from, from Chicago. Yeah. And it's funny cause we know a recent transplant, Tom Kelly, who is also from Chicago came from Colorado as well. Yeah. And it's like, I guarantee you, if you actually sat down with that couple, that they probably agree with you probably 80% more yeah. than you think. Yep. Probably, probably 98%. The 2% is probably that just they're gay. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of like, this is very ignorant of those people out there in that area. Yeah. Um, I wish the article um, would mention more of what the community is doing in regards to supporting them and saying, you know, that, that, that that's not the values we believe here in Wyoming. Um, yeah, it does mention some businesses posting signs yep. that say, you know, uh, your hay isn't welcome here. And I think one business made a post, and uh, what did it say? Yeah, here it is. If you hate your neighbors so much for who they are, who they love, the color of their skin, where they were born, where they worship, or any of the other things that make up that person, that you need to treat them differently or harass them or make them feel unsafe in their own home, don't come into our business. Yep. Um, and I think that puts it pretty, yeah, pretty succinctly. Yep. You know, um, one thing that caught my eye were um, people on the side of this couple who were calling for hate crime legislation. Mm -hmm. And that always perks my ears up a little bit, makes the hair, you know, yeah. kind of tingle because it's like, okay. I guarantee you it's not a hate crime bill, it's a hate speech bill. Yep. And that, again, hate speech is offensive speech, and offensive speech is protected speech, whether you like it or not. Yep. Aaron, you might say something that's offensive to me, mm -hmm. or I might say something that's offensive to somebody else, but to you and I, it's not offensive. Yep. You know, there's no metric to measure that across the board. Absolutely. It, all, it ranges. Yep. Um, and so I think 
I just want to say, you know, of course, we've condemned the the behavior of those people. We don't agree with that. But I want to say, yeah. you know, don't don't let that uh, hate speech, you know, be like, yeah, that's a good idea. Really look at what, mm-hmm. what that means. Yep. Um, yeah, no, totally. And I think, you know, this is, again, we just talked about that exclusive group, you know, right? Um, what needs to be happening with these people that came to those that couple's house people in the community need to go to them and be like, how did you think that was okay? How did yeah. you, how, what in your mind was your goal? Yeah. Like you really think you were going to intimidate them and move? Right. Like those are conversations we need to have with those people. Yeah. And, um, you know, and then at the end of the day, if you don't sway them, it's like, okay, fine. They have the right to say whatever they want. Um, but yeah, totally. It's not, and, and we've talked about this. There's probably trespassing. You know, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I, I imagine the couple told them to leave. And mm-hmm. it's like, so you could get them with maybe a trespass. Yeah. Um, get them with the restraining order. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And and then, you know, uh, um, but yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. There, yeah. there comes a point where it's like, well, hey, like they can say that, you know, right. until um, and it's hard legally. We just talked about the uh, insightful, like yeah. there's a fire, right. you know, that's hard to prove. Yeah. But um you know, that we're not there at, at this point yet. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I mean, the same thing, you know, what gives you the nerve to go onto somebody's private, there's pictures in this article. They are, they are, oh, I mean, there's probably down the road some houses, but they're not in a subdivision like you and I are. I mean, they're in the hills. Yeah, it's like a ranch. You it's, have yeah. to be motivated to go over yeah. and tell that person that. Yep. You know? And it wasn't just one person. It, it was, was, it was a group several. of people. So yeah. it's kind of like. And I think they mentioned one of the people in that group was somebody they had an online encounter with yep. uh, previously. Yeah. Yeah. Which that's free, free speech unless it's in, inciting, you know, yeah. something. But um, anyway, so it, it wild, weird, weird time we live in. Love your neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> be, just be nice. Be helpful. That's the Wyoming way is taking care of your neighbors. Yeah. Um, who, who were we talking to a couple weeks ago? She mentioned that, um, uh, gosh, I, I forget her name, and I apologize. She was on here uh, when we did the interview with her. Um, but she talked about... Uh, oh, Lindsay. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Mentioned that that was what she loved about Wyoming, is yeah. the neighbor attitude. Yeah. yeah. And that's and that's what I mean, is like, has anyone sat down with these people, that group of people, and be like, do you realize, like, they agree with you, like, 90% of... Yeah you know things you know the, the one thing you disagree about is that you know that the, they're gay and it's like okay like, yeah. <laughs> it's not hurting you in any way like yeah anyways um okay so now we're getting into some cool stuff um i wanted to put this in here zach because it's like becoming like just shout out joe rogan because it's just like aliens you know like we're gonna get it 2020 um well, and what's funny is these monoliths are gone now. So it's yeah. it's definitely like, okay, somebody put it there, and then it's a, yeah. it's a whole hoax. But, um, yeah, the, that steel monolith in Utah, and then there was one in Romania. So, anyways, yeah. I just thought it was kind of funny. Yeah, there's a bunch of funny jokes out there. Yeah. I think some of them were like, oh, there's Donald Trump's uh, votes, you know, the votes that he's missing. <laughs> or, um, there was some other pretty oh, funny Oh, that's pretty funny. Like, that's I, oh, good. I think there was another one. You know, Twitter added stories. And everyone's like, oh, of course, you know, you can post a story now on Twitter. Yep. And I think there was a funny one where it's like, oh, surprise, this monolith just, you know, started posting stories on there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. gosh. Yeah, anyways, <laughs> you can't make stuff up anymore. Uh, but um, 
I didn't know this. There's a there's a over a hundred thousand square foot museum outside of Dubois. Dubois, sorry, Dubois. Um, it's the National Museum of Military Vehicles. We'll have to definitely take a look and go down there. It's pretty yeah. cool. Um, they obviously got hit pretty hard in the summer because people weren't traveling and you couldn't. Um, they actually could have plenty of people in there because mm-hmm. obviously it's a big square footage, but you know. You got to get people through and all that stuff. But uh, anyways, we'll have to go take a look because it's all, I think it starts uh, uh, World War II, I think, is kind of where they're starting at. Um, So kind of cool. It's interesting that's here in Wyoming. That's, uh, you know. That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And it looks brand new. They just, they think they just tried to do a soft opening in uh, August. So yeah. That's really cool. So we'll have to make a trip to Dubois and yeah. take a look. Um, so, um, no surprise to anybody, but uh, Senator Mike Enzi obviously is retiring uh, after 24 years as a senator for Wyoming. Um, I didn't know, uh, I didn't kind of really know his history. He started out, uh, he ran for mayor in Gillette when he was 29, and then kind of you know moved his way up through the state stuff, and then after Al Simpson ran for the senator's seat, um, his, uh, if you want to read his farewell speech that he gave at the Senate, it's all up there. It's super long. I was trying to read it and I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. But, um, one thing I thought was interesting and we kind of just hit on this with that Wapiti couple issue is Mike Enzi said, you know, especially right now with how the country is divided, especially between the two parties is for stuff to happen. He's like, you, we got to have like an 80% tool in regards to, and what that means is he's like, we have to agree on like, what are we trying to fix? You know, what are, you know, there's some things that we just aren't going to agree on. And he's like, we got to table that, you know, and and leave it alone and actually get stuff done. Um, And I think it's very encouraging from somebody that's been in there 24 years. Um, He's, he's had a great career, you know, Um, you know, and I, I think, I think that's a good message moving forward. Um, you know, who it might go on deaf ears on both sides, you know, yeah. at this point, but, um, I think he's right. I think, you know, at the end of the day, most people, you know, would agree on, we need to figure out education. You know, do we have the best education for our kids? Do we have the best roads for safe transportation? Um, are we safe? Um, do we have reliable energy? Like, I mean, everyone can agree on those things. Right. It's the, you know, you know, keeping other stuff out of it yes. is, I think, what he's getting at. So what's your kind of take on that, Zach? No, that's, I mean, that's an impressive, uh, you know, career of service. Um, you know, it's it's cool to see from Wyoming to people who who just find that calling or just, you know, decide yep. that's, you know, I, somebody's got to step up and I'm going to do that. Yeah. Um, you know, it's worked hard for Wyoming, um, and I hope, uh, you know, Cynthia Lamas can, can keep that going. Mm-hmm. Um, and embrace these words, you know, I think everybody should, should listen to these, um, you know, there's more common ground than, than we think. Yep. And, uh, you know, you don't have to agree on everything, but at least if you can find some, the areas that you need, you know, need fixing or need some sort of work, we can, we can let just start going from there. Yep. Um, you know, we don't always have to be at each other's throats about, mm-hmm. about this stuff. And I think a big key to that is he said, like, leave the other stuff out. Like, yeah. we don't need the junk. Like, yeah. you know, uh, an example would be like Ron, uh, Senator Paul, after the Brianna Taylor thing, is like, no, not warrants. Mm-hmm. We're all talking about 
reform, just reform, that bill would have solved it. He's like, no knock warrants. Yep. And that was all, that was it. He's like, we're not talking about anything yeah. else. Yeah. And just couldn't get it done. And it's kind of like, I, I thought that's what, you know, we're looking, you know, so anyway, so that's, it's, you have to, and this is both sides, you know, because the Republicans are going to do the same thing yeah. on stuff. But anyways, um, yeah, but uh, congrats to Senator Mike Enzi. Hope he enjoys his retirement. That's, uh, um, you know, I'm 26, so he's been, he's been in government for a long time. So um, this was interesting, Zach. Um, so an article came out. There is a lawsuit filed by, I can't remember if it was four or five plaintiffs, um, but um, these are these two organizations are run by the same thing because it's one's a girls and then one's a guys. Um, okay. So it's called the Trinity Teen Solutions and then the Triangle Cross Ranch. They are kind of they're similar. I don't think they're exactly the same as like NSI, but they're a you know reformative type organization. Um, they are Christian based. You know the article definitely made sure to mention that. Um, the plaintiffs um, claim, you know. Um, you know, bad work environments, you know, they claim that they had to work 11 and a half hours a day. Um, I think some have maybe said that there was some sexual assault, things like that. Um, what was interesting to me is there were lawsuits filed and investigated back in like 2011, 2013. Mm-hmm. Nothing came of those. Um, and now they're back again. Um, one thing I'll, I'll, I, I kind of want to bring up to you, Zach, and then I'll get your thoughts. So I read a book by Malcolm Gladwell, which is very interesting, talking to strangers. Mm-hmm. And he researched a little bit about the Sandusky case. Okay. And not saying that this is all, like, this is the same situation, same thing. Yeah. But what was interesting about the Sandusky case that I never knew was that GA, the whistleblower on Sandusky, had called uh, the police and his family when he had seen his incident four or five years before they actually got Sandusky mm. and the re- and we can get into that whole weeds of it. But so there was a complaint and investigated and nothing happened to Sandusky. So even though these guys have been investigated and stuff like that, it's like, well, yeah. you know, it's another investigation. So we got to look again. So not saying that they did it. I'm just saying it was an interesting book I read in regarding like, you know, people thought like Sandusky, you know, cause Sandusky had been doing it for like 20, 30 years. Yeah. So it's kind of like, Anyway, so, um, what are your thoughts on it? You know, the article is not very, I don't know, uh, I didn't get any, which there's probably no facts, you know, what I mean, like no evidence, you know, it'd be, it's in the lawsuit. Yeah, Um, yeah, they can't release that. Some pretty big claims, I mean, right from the get-go, accuses, this, the plaintiffs accuse these centers of human trafficking and abuse. Mm. Um, which is, you know, huge. Yeah. Um, and, uh, some other things, food deprivation and, and restricting bathroom use and, uh, unqualified therapy, uh, therapists. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I don't know. I hope. We'll keep an eye on it. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah. Like you said, I mean, the list goes on and on and yeah. on. Um, and then you add on top, you know, they were investigated in 11 and 13. So, yeah. um, you know, one thing, you know, it's. Uh, just to play devil's advocate, you know, so they're a working ranch. Those two things are working mm-hmm. ranches. And some of the things where they're like, you know, we worked 11 to 12 hours a day. I'm like, well, you're on a ranch, you know, like ranch, if you're in a yeah. summer, you're, you're probably working 11, 12 hours a day. Like, yeah. so um, that there's, a, you know, 
kind of like NSI because NSI is like a reformative school. It's like, yeah. there's a reason why you're there, you know? So just playing devil's advocates, kind of like, you know, we got to, you got to weigh these accusations here, especially like you've got that, you know, like you made me work a 12 hour day, but then it's like, you guys are running a sex trafficking ring. It's right. like, okay, hold on. Yeah. Like <laughs> what, what's, what, you know? Yeah. Uh, so anyways, I don't know. Right. It's fascinating. But um, yeah, if it's true, hit them with everything in the book. You absolutely know, that's pure pure evil yes so, yeah. yeah especially the trafficking i mean yeah. that um and they and these those organizations have been running for years you know because yeah. these plaintiffs are you know like in their 30s and stuff so right. yeah. uh, interesting but um okay last thing this is kind of funny i wonder if we should do this weekly what's kanye up to yeah. <laughs> uh there's an article i i think i think powell and cody are just getting nervous yeah. uh which Guys, it's not like he was going to, you know, quickly build a big old Yeezy <laughs> factory, you know, and, yeah. and, you know, it's like it takes time, you know, right. it takes time and money, you know, and, yeah. um, but I, they do have concerns in regards to, you know, he's leased some buildings, he's got some lots that the development's not moving as fast as they'd like it to. I don't know, it's just because he's Kanye and he has Yeezy doesn't mean that Yeezy's probably not hurting from COVID. Right. Right. So, uh, but, um, anyway, I wanted to throw this in here more of like, it'd be our funny segment of like, yeah. what's Kanye up to, you know? Like, yeah. did we see him on social? <laughs> like, what's he, uh, what's he doing? Um, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. The, the headline says, could Kanye West business be here today and gone tomorrow? Yeah. It's like, oh, Maybe. I don't know. Kanye West does seem kind of flighty at times. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he's got a lot going on, you know. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it. Uh, this, I'll just say, like, if you were expecting, like I said, like, if you were expecting him to, like, have it built right now, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, come on, like, no. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. You really think he was going to uproot everything out here to Cody, Wyoming? Like, no. Yeah. You know. Um, right. Well, there's that, and, you know, I think Yeezy's been around for a little while. It's not like he just, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's like, I'm going to start a shoe company and then, you know, gave a couple that he made in his garage, whatever. Exactly. It's like, it's been around. There's there's people working there that, you know, yep. it's a process. Yeah, yeah, and it's... Weatherby wasn't here in a week, you know? Exactly. So. Yep, yeah, so... Um, last thing I'll say to that is if uh, Kanye's listening, come to Sheridan, you know, yeah. if you want to... Uh, We've got business business lots, <laughs> um, but uh, anyways, that's our state news. Kind of a lot there, um, but some good stuff. So.